All right, John, we're recording. We are. We are. All right. So we are. Uh, we are at. The 14th. Yeah, Matthew chapter 18, verse 15. All right. So I, we better do the intro. Yes. <laughs> Welcome back. This is uh, Two Beards in a Bible. I'm John Swaino. I'm Dave Tenney. And we're glad you're with us. Again, we hope this time is edifying to you. I hope you learn something. That's what we're here to do, is hopefully we learn something yeah. along the way. Yeah. So uh, let's jump in here. We are, again, Matthew chapter 18, starting at verse 15, is where uh, where we are looking into today. And we're going to read down uh, 19. This is, this is some heavy stuff here we're going to talk about. All right, is so it my turn to read or yours? I guess it's your turn. All right. All right, so Matthew chapter 18, verse 15, And if your brother sins, go and reprove him in private. If he listens to you, you have won your brother. But if he does not listen to you, take one or two more with you, so that by the <clears throat> mouth of two or three witnesses, every fact may be confirmed. And if he refuses to listen to them, tell it to the church. And if he refuses to listen even to the church, let him be to you as a Gentile and a tax gatherer. Truly I say to you, whatever you shall bind on earth shall be bound in heaven, and whatever you loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. Again I say to you that if two of you agree on earth about anything that they may ask, it shall be done for them by my Father who is in heaven. For where two or three have gathered together in my name, there I am in their midst. Okay, so here's a... Here's a uh, piece of scripture that's giving us some advice on how to deal with a certain situation. Mm -hmm. And this is one of those, uh, if you're ever in one of these situations where you're dealing with some sort of sin in a congregation, this is one of the verses that somebody's going to go to. Mm -hmm. um, so the one thing I'll point out, at least this is just, I mean, you may disagree with but it says, it says, if your brother sins against you, and I think this scripture really can only be applied to that situation. See, and here in the NASB, it says, if your brother sins. If your brother sins. Mm -hmm. That's interesting. Yeah. Yeah, I guess... Uh... Is that where we're at? Yeah. See what Mr. McGarvey says about it? Yeah, they're using the King James, so they're gonna, that, that says, and if thy brother sin against thee. Yeah. But I would, I would, I would go back to this. Mm -hmm. It says, go and tell him his fault between you and him yeah. alone. And that's a, you know, I guess, regardless of yeah. if the sin was against you or just a sin in general that you have come to know, um, that would be the smartest thing, the smartest way to handle it. Yeah. Anyway, it would still apply in, I believe, in that yeah. in that context. So, <clears throat> you know, to, to personally, you know, as, uh, as Christians, as brethren, we are to be those that are family. We are, yeah. to, be, we are to be close together. Uh, and uh, be and in many ways, I, I find that you know the church family is closer than my blood family. Oh yeah, absolutely. I, 
and happens. Yeah, and um, so it brings it upon us to to be personal and to know each other and to be that close to one another that we can. Yeah, watch out for each other and be sort of yeah. accountability coaches for one another. Yeah. Yeah, if nothing else, you know, I think this is a, <clears throat> even if it is, a, so let's say you, uh, let's say you know about something I'm doing that's sinful, mm -hmm. you know, I think this situation, I, I think this situation applies to a private matter. Right. More or less. So I guess what I'm getting at is, is let, let's say, let's say somebody's involved in sin and a bunch of people know about it and that's a different situation than this. Right. You know. So maybe that would be handled in a different manner. Yeah, perhaps. But even then, I think that if if uh, I think perhaps the, the the initial interaction with with someone would be better met with a smaller group. Yeah, you know, and then I mean, everybody may know about it, but the first people. I mean, you don't want to show up at their doorstep with a gang. Yeah, of people. You know, yeah. it, it, it just kind of. Yeah. Brings itself to tact, which I think that Christ is teaching us. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So he said, if your brother sins against you, go tell him his fault between you and him alone. And if he hears you, you've gained your brother. So mm -hmm. you go to somebody, and um, I guess the way I always, I always understood this was it was, you know, a sin against you. Mm -hmm. But... Maybe it could be taken and, the other way, and that's and that that appears to be what it says without getting into, you know, the the interlinear. I yeah. suppose we could look that up, but but that, yeah, for another day. Yeah, so so you go talk to him, and then and then if uh, if he doesn't want to listen to you, mm -hmm. uh, then you got to take a couple of people with you, right? And uh, and if he doesn't want to hear them, then you have to go before the church. Mm -hmm. And uh, and if he won't hear the church, then you're supposed to put him out of the church, right? And that's a hard thing, right? You know, if he gets to that point, usually, I mean, uh, from what I've seen, when these things happen, it never gets to that point, right? Usually, the person either turns it around or they leave on their own accord, right? You know, and I've seen I've seen these things discipline happen. In this way, and I've seen it go to the point where it came between, it came in front of the the entire uh, church, <clears throat> and uh, in a, in a lot of cases, not everyone, but in a lot of cases, uh, you know, after a period of time, the person came back. Yeah, and, and this is effective. Yeah, the, the Lord told us to do this, and, and it is it is an effective yeah. way to handle such a thing. Yeah, actually, does work. But yeah, it's if you ever get into one of these situations, and I've been in a couple of them, it is not pleasant. It's right. it's a horrible thing to go through, and uh, you know, and it takes a long time to get over it. And that's why a lot of uh, a lot of assemblies don't do it. Yeah, they just it's too painful. Exactly, and I and I've seen you know, and I think that's a lot of times what happens is is there is something going on. Something needs to be done, and everybody sticks their head in the sand. Right. And uh, then it takes somebody somebody to stand up and it's address even, it. It's even more painful. And then it's worse. Yeah. 
So it just it's just a bad situation. You know, there's that around. there's that statement the that we've heard all our whole lives, no pain, no gain. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes, you know, when hard things happen, you just have to get through it. You just have to deal yep. with the pain as it comes and and uh you're not gonna get better. Yeah. Until that is dealt with. Yeah, and the and the tough thing is usually when you're <clears throat> in a situation like this, mistakes are gonna get made. Mm-hmm. You know, because we're humans and we, yeah. you know, people are going to say the wrong things right. and are handle the things the wrong way and it always happens. Right. But uh, typically, I, and I, I have seen these situations happen and then it totally turned around for the positive. So, it, mm-hmm. it, you know, if everybody's on the same page, it can work out. Yeah. You know. And, and in context... Too, you know, he's speaking to to who? He's speaking to, to Jews. He's speaking to Jews, for yeah. sure. So that statement in verse 17, let him be to you as a Gentile and a tax gatherer. Yeah. You know, yeah. That, that meant something <laughs> to, to them. To them yeah. more so than, I mean, yeah. I guess we probably don't enjoy uh, the IRS coming to our doorstep. Right. But, you know, it doesn't have that same... Yeah, that same kind of ring to it. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, and that is, I guess that, I mean, I still think the lesson uh, applies to us today as Christians. Mm-hmm. You know, the concepts of the lesson. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, you're right. And, and I imagine the Jews were always, you know, suing each other and bickering back and forth. And yeah. I know, I know that was something that was going on. Yeah, I mean, that, that, that plays out in the context of the scriptures that... Uh, those things were definitely <clears throat> happening. So the next couple of verses, and, uh, it, this gets into another hard to understand thing. He says, "Surely I say to you, he says, whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven, and whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven." Mm-hmm. And uh, the only thing I guess I can go, I could, I could make a comment on this is, you know. Um, If you so whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven. So I guess if you're making the right judgments on this earth, then God God respects those. Although God is really the ultimate judge, but right, you know, if we're following God's word, God is good with that. Now going back to the beginning of chapter 18, the context of who he's speaking to, it says at that time the disciples came to Jesus saying. Who then is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven? Yeah. So he's speaking to that particular group. Yeah. And those people, if you're a disciple, you're a follower of Christ. Yeah. If you're a follower of Christ, a follower of Christ, you're going to do His will. So yeah. those things that are bound by those that are doing His will, the language in the Greek is actually this way. It actually says that those things that you bind will have been bound in heaven. Yeah. So it's something that's already been done. It's not that these men are going to bind anything new at their own whim. Yeah. It's, uh, it, it all revolves around the, uh, the will of the Lord. Yeah, I, I, think it's, I think it's this verse speaks to, the, to Christians doing God's will mm-hmm. and, and God doing the same thing. Mm-hmm. You know, we're, we're, on, we're in harmony right. with what God yeah. would have because, us do. Yeah, because they're not going to say anything or do anything that is against his will as, right. yeah. as, as disciples. 
And I guess, yeah, and he's talking. And I guess, <clears throat> specifically, these disciples are his apostles. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so I guess you could apply that to them. But Yeah, you know, in verse 21, then Peter came and said to him, you know, we, we just have already read about how Peter was, uh, you know, in the inner circle, so to speak. You know, yeah. <clears throat> the, these, all these things are happening, and, 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 and it is... I believe you're right. It's the it's the apostles. The the other thing. So yeah. So he gives. He says again. I say to you, if two of you agree on earth concerning anything that they ask, so two of you. He says he's talking to the apostles. It sounds like it. It will be done for them by thy Father in heaven. For where two or three are gathered together in my name, I am there in the midst of them. Mm-hmm. So some of this stuff. It's. I guess it's a little bit hard to understand, but I think what it just, it goes back to this idea of us being in harmony mm-hmm. with God's will. Right. So. Now, verse 21, he went below to it, so I'm going to take that back to verse 15. Okay. Verse 15 of my translation says, if your brother sins against you. Mm-hmm. Verse 21 says, then Peter came to him and said, Lord, how often shall my brother sin, sin against me? Mm-hmm. And I forgive him. I think in context that, I don't know, maybe... I would agree. I'm going to say your translation... It says the same thing. Does mm-hmm. it? Yeah. 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 So again, we're talking about somebody who... A brother who sins against you. Yeah. So Peter says, how how often does my... So I guess what I'll go back to is I'm still sticking with that just... That, that this doesn't necessarily apply to a brother that doesn't sin against you. Mm-hmm. Right? Is that I don't know if it's too legalistic. Well, that appears to be what it says. Yeah, I think there's applications both ways, but I'm I'm definitely on the same boat with you there. Yeah, yeah. And if we're wrong, I'm sorry. <laughs> we, I'm we, not perfect. We reserve the right to be wrong. Yeah, we reserve the right to be and wrong. Seriously, please tell us. Yeah, absolutely. We're uh, human beings. Yeah, yeah. So he says, and Peter came to him and said, Lord, how often shall my brother sin against me and I forgive him? Up to seven times? That's that's quite often. That's a lot. Right. Jesus said, I do not say to you up to seven times, but up to 70 times seven. So right. that's 490, right? Yeah. <laughs> so you got to keep track of that. It's a good thing we have smartphones that we can exactly. calculate. See, I've got a spreadsheet with your name on it. There you go. What am I up to? zero (laughs) anyways uh, he says therefore the kingdom of heaven is like a certain king who wanted to settle accounts with his servants and when he had begun to settle accounts one was brought to him who owed him 10,000 talents I'm going to stop there Mm -hmm. so Peter's asking him how many times should I forgive somebody Mm-hmm. who sins against me. Right. And Jesus basically tells him uh, infinity. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, it is, that, that, I think that's a very good example of figurative speaking. Yes. You know, he's not literally telling you to, to yeah. go keep that tally. Yeah. John and I talk about legalism sometimes, and, and, and the kind of legalism is wrong, that's wrong is to say, oh, it's 490. Right. That's exactly what that means. That's not what he's teaching. Right. The kind of legalism that's that is 
appropriate is when God says to do something or don't do something, you do or don't do those things. Right. That's the kind of like legalism that you have to use. Right. Right. But here, it's not, and, and the, the reason we know that it's not 490 times is because he, he tells us this parable. And he says that there's a servant who owes 10,000 talents. Is that a lot of money? Yes. Yeah. So I looked it up. I wrote down, I said, and this was from another book, it said 10,000 talents was equal to 200,000 years of labor. Mm -hmm. A person who had one talent would be considered a very rich person. Uh-huh. Right? So so when we read this um, parable about the talents, we're talking about this servant has a debt that is not possible to pay back. We're talking like, in today's money, it'd be like three and a half billion dollars. This is 2021, I think. Is that the year we're in? I think so. Yeah. Two, <laughs> three and a half billion dollars. If you owe debt to somebody, that there's no way you could pay it back. And uh, it's really kind of like our debt to, right. you know, to God because we, 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 we do not, we do not. Um, there's no way that we can pay back, right? Uh, the, the sacrifice of Jesus. There's a note here by McGarvey talking about, uh, you know, the a silver talent is about sixteen hundred dollars. The debt would have been sixteen million dollars if you're talking about silver talents. But if it was gold then that would be 20 times as much. And you're reading from a book written in like 1895. Right. <laughs> so then right. add that 100 years right. more than that. Right. It's a lot of money. That's yeah. back when a penny could buy... You could buy stuff with a penny. Right. <laughs> <You know? laughs> right. So, so yes. Yeah, this is... Uh, uh, it'd be, it's a hopeless debt. Yeah. yeah. You could never pay it back. Right. He says, but he was not able to pay. His master commanded that he be sold with his wife and children and all that he had, and that payment be made. And the servant therefore fell down before him, saying, Master, have patience with me. I will pay you all. And the master of that servant was moved with compassion and released and forgave him of the debt. So I'm going to stop there. So, um, this man has this debt that would be impossible to pay, and he begs the master for forgiveness, and he writes it off. Yeah. The application for us is it's our sinfulness and God. Yeah. And there's no possible way that we could redeem ourselves yeah. from such a thing. Why don't you read from 28 okay. on? All right. Stop me when you want me to stop. We'll just go to the end and we'll talk about it. But that slave went out and found one of his fellow slaves who owed him a hundred denarii and seized him and began to choke him, saying, Pay back what you owe. So his fellow slave fell down and began to entreat him, saying, Have patience with me and I will repay you. He was unwilling, however, but went and threw him in prison until he should pay back what, he, what was owed. So when his fellow slave saw what had happened, they were deeply grieved and came and reported to their, to their Lord all that had happened. Then summoning him, his Lord said to him, You wicked slave, 
I forgave you all that debt because you entreated me. Should you not also have had mercy on your fellow slave, even as I had mercy on you? And his Lord, moved with anger, handed him over to the tortures until he should repay all that was owed him. So shall my heavenly Father also do to you, if each of you does not forgive his brother from your heart. Okay, that's the last part we're going to talk about in this episode. So, so here's this servant who was forgiven this debt that he could have never paid. And you would think, man, that would humble a man. Mm-hmm. And in fact, like Jesus just got done talking about being humble like a child. Right. All in the same, this is all in that same context. So there's this man who was who was forgiven, who should have been super humble, but that's not the way he was. Mm-hmm. So he's got this guy who owes him a hundred denarii, which I believe was a, how, how much was, wasn't that a hundred yeah. days wage? Is it saying in, in that Yeah, book? I'm looking to see. It, it, it might even have a, I, believe, I want to say it was a day's wage. I think it was a day's wage. Yeah. But it's it's not an incredible amount of money. Right. You know, a hundred days a wage. Yeah, right here. The denarius was equivalent to one day's wage. One day's wage. So, you know, I don't know what what's an average wage today. $15 an hour. Let's just make it 20 because mm-hmm. we can do the math. So that's uh, 20 times 8. That's $160 a day. Right. 160 times so uh, times 100 is what? Sixteen hundred dollars, hundred and sixty. That'd be times ten. Be sixteen thousand mm-hmm. dollars. So that's like somebody owes. Now that that's some money. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't yeah. have that laying around, right? <laughs> but, <laughs> right. But but if if I owed you sixteen thousand dollars, I'm sure on time payments I could get it paid off. Right. You know, and I think that's a situation this crowd is in. Right, yeah. You know, it's like, I, I owe you this money, I'll pay you. But that wasn't good enough for him. Right. So he throws him in prison, and um, I can't, I, I've read about how some of these ancient prisons work, but a lot of them, it was like, oh, you, you become slaves to somebody else. Mm-hmm. And it could take you, like, ten times longer to pay that debt back. Right. Because of the situation you're in. Right, and you know, it, it's there's some similarity to uh, you know today you know, when you finance things, you know, you become a slave to it, much the way, yeah. same way, and 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 the the more you compound that and make bad decisions, you end up yeah even more of a slave to that debt. What's funny is our word mortgage, you know, it has the same root word as mortician. Yeah, <laughs> you know, mortgage, and the idea is is that you know it, it it's something like you pay your whole life. Yeah, you know, unless you uh, work hard and make make extra payments. Right. So, but anyways, uh, so his master here, so all of this grieves his fellow servants, and it would. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I think you'd be like, what a dirty dog. Yeah, 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 absolutely, and that's. Uh, uh, that's to be we we and it's one of the reasons that I believe Christ is using this this account uh, to to bring up those emotions within 
uh, those he's speaking to and us that are reading it yeah. to, to understand the compassion that should be there uh, in, in our hearts. Yeah. And uh, you know, always putting things into perspective that, you know, if you are in Christ, you've been forgiven such a great debt that you can't possibly repay it. So you need to lighten up when it comes to yeah. the things that are of this world. Yeah, and you got to be able to forgive people. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. And that's, you know, so, and the idea is, is you you know, that's that's a characteristic of a, of a Christian. Mm -hmm. You know, so you, you're, in this context, you're dealing with your brother who has sinned against you. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, but you got to be able to let that go. Yeah. You can't, you know, uh, I was, you know, I remember a certain relative I had that uh, would bring things up that happened 30 years ago constantly never forgot about a thing yeah you know and we can't be like that right we have to forget about the stuff it's 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 hard for especially old serbians like me <laughs> yes <laughs> we don't forget very yeah. often yes. it's hard it's difficult and, and you know all joking aside it's difficult for all humanity to yeah. forget those things when somebody does you wrong it tends to stick. Oh yeah, but and that's a everyday battle to to release those things. I'm related to the Hatfields. There you go. And uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. There's a we have a family problem with this concept, and I I do have relatives that haven't talked to each other in like 35 years. Right. You know because they got upset over something. We can't be like that. Right. We got to get yeah. over stuff. So his master <clears throat> hears about that, and uh, what's he do? He he takes that servant and uh, he says, you wicked servant. He goes, I forgave you all that debt because you begged me. Should you not have also had compassion on your fellow servant just as I had pity on you? And then he throws him in prison as well. Mm -hmm. So Jesus sums it up in verse 35. He says, so my heavenly father will also do to you if each of you from his heart does not forgive his brother his trespasses. Now what are we told in the scriptures will be the end of a man who forsakes the Lord after having been obedient. It had been worse than if he never believed at all. And so right here we have a parallel because when he owed his master, he was ordered to be sold. Yeah. Now he's been ordered into the torturers. Yes. So the end of him is worse than... Than, than the way it was before. Yeah. Yeah, so, <clears throat> you know, all of this stuff, I mean... But this, this Christianity Bible stuff—it's serious stuff. Yeah, you know, and it and it's—I don't know if you've, hopefully you've caught it. Hopefully, as you look into the scriptures, you see this as well. But there's nothing boring about this book. No, not yeah, at all. People, people say I can't stand to read the Bible because it's just boring. It's so out of touch with reality. We need something more updated. Well, this has every bit. Of a, a of, of a gripping storyline as anything that could be uh, more so than anything that could be written by yeah. mankind. Yeah, only only a book that would be applicable to every generation could be written by God. Right. Right. God, nobody else could have authored as a book, and it, it shows itself to truly contain all that pertains to life and God. Yes. Yeah. yeah. We don't. We're not sitting here studying the Odyssey. Right. <laughs> Right. You know, this is 
This is uh, stuff that just applies to mankind at any age. Right. Or in any age. Right. Well, that's All it, right. Johnny. Well, thanks for joining us again in another episode of Two Beards and a Bible. And we will see you next time. Hopefully you see fit to join us again. Yeah, thank you. <laughs>